With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now. And if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Get in the know. Non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. Purple Daily, presented by Surly Brewing Company. And welcome in to a producerless, rudderless, oh, it's not producerless. boat ride here. It's not producerless. Someone's <laughs> oh. got to produce it. <laughs> uh, this is Purple Daily, Daily Vikings Entertainment. We just want the Vikings to win a Super Bowl before we die. We'll explain my comment here in just a second. This is actually kind of a bonus emergency episode based on some uh, interesting reports from this morning. But Purple Daily, as always, is presented by our friends at Surly Brewing Company and TCL TVs. Delivering the most entertainment with stunning resolution, all at an affordable cost. TCL. Enjoy more of the things you love with TCL. So, uh, for one, our guy Declan has uh, some sort of flu bug. And I, I don't, I'll spare the audience the details, but let's just say that uh, both ends. Yeah. Both ends. It's a, bo- it's a both end situation. And it's like every 15 minutes. So he said, listen, if you want to sit on camera like a zombie and just like run back and forth, you're welcome to. And he's like, nah, I think I'm, I think I'm good on that. Probably going to lay down. Yeah. Um, but the second thing, what we really wanted to talk about here, not Declan's uh, whatever the bug is that's causing him to spew from both ends of his body. Jeremy Fowler, I would say friend of the show. Jeremy Fowler used to cover the Vikings for the Pioneer Press. Yeah. He is a national ESPN NFL insider. And he writes this this morning on ESPN.com. Deshaun Watson, who spent the 2021 season on the Texans' active roster but did not play, has begun evaluating potential fits for his services in 2022 with the Buccaneers and Vikings among teams on his radar. Reckless speculation. One source noted that Watson, who has a no-trade clause, so he can essentially dictate who he gets traded to, is still in the uh, early evaluation process, but he's looking for the right blend of offensive system, coaching, talent, and most importantly, chance to win. Now, Watson is the defendant in 22 civil cases right now filed by women in four states alleging sexual assault, or inappropriate behavior during massage sessions. Those legal issues remain unresolved, and whether the league suspends him or not, which they almost certainly will, uh, remains uncertain. The expectation league-wide is that the Texans will once again explore trade options for Watson, possibly around the start of the new league year in a month from now, or sometime between then and the draft. But again, it's being floated credibly here by Jeremy Fowler that 
The Buccaneers and Vikings are on Watson's wish list. Your thoughts? Oh, my God. Speculation. Oh, so many thoughts. So many thoughts dancing through my head right now. Mm. It's like Christmas. It's like Christmas Eve. I'm like considering all of the potential presents and, and the world is my oyster. Let me start with this one because um, just to be clear, I, I think that we can discuss this. I do not think that there is a chance that this is going to take place with Deshaun Watson coming here. But if I can work it from like uh, like a sports detective, a different angle, I think that there is definitely a talker here because this will be dismissed by some as sports detective. Yep, here he sports is. Detective. Can I see your quarterback card, please? Can I see your quarterback <laughs> up against the quarterback wall? Um, so there will be many that dismiss this completely. Utter ridiculous. Vikings Dis- aren't di- going to do Vikings dismi- aren't going dismiss to do it as like it will never happen or dismiss it as they don't want as it stu- to happen. No, dismiss it as stupid. Dismiss it as completely unfound, foul or clearly making things up. Here we go. Here's where I find this to be interesting. People like Jeremy Fowler have clearly sources. They talk to those guys and gals a lot. This one, as I believe that you alluded to in our Wrapping with Royce segment, Phil, pretty clearly comes from the Watson camp and almost certainly his agent. Uh, so, like, this is not the Vikings calling Jeremy and be like, hey, put us on a list for Deshaun yeah. Watson. So here's where I find it to be extremely interesting in, in trying to read between the lines of this report. It's not that Deshaun Watson's going to be a Viking. It is that this is the this is the first and what I expect to be multiple indications of the fact that the Vikings are being floated around internally in league circles as a team that very much could be could be trying to find a new long term solution, a quarterback and therefore move on from Kirk Cousins, which a lot of the Cousins uh, Crusaders absolutely dismiss and think is stupid. And right, right now they're, they're like, well, KOC and Kirk are going to form a bond and they're going to be together for a long time. So I actually think they my, my first thought, but my first thought is this. This means that the, that the Vikings, that it is being floated at least or discussed internally. And that's what matters. It's not what we, it's not the outside, it's the inside. Internally, it's being discussed that the Vikings are definitely looking at options. That's, mm. that's sports detective. Reckless. Mm. Man, this is juicy. This is, um, so here, here's my, here, there's so many thoughts here. Here's, here's my first thought. I would, I personally would have a really hard time leaning into this. Like I, I would have a hard time rooting for him. I think where there's this much smoke, there is fire. I, I don't love the fact that there are 22 civil cases filed by women in four different states alleging sexual assault, inappropriate behavior. Yeah. It would be really, it, even if, and here's the here's the hard part. Isn't he essentially alleging that this is all that this is just like a group of women that are the he he's alleging innocence, right? Yeah, as far as I know, yes. It, so what yeah. I was gonna say is I mean, if he came out and and everyone deserves a second chance within reason. I mean, if you're you know, there's a few few killers in our uh, last fifty years that probably don't, but like if you know, you make you make some mistakes or you you do something when you're young, whatever. Like I, I'm I'm all for giving second chances within reason, and even with that, it would be a, it would be really hard for me to get behind Deshaun Watson, the person, 
as Vikings quarterback. So put that aside for a second. From a pure football standpoint, man, this is interesting. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Because he is one of the five or six best quarterbacks in the NFL when he's on the field, when he's healthy, and when he's not going through legal issues. And by the way, I can back that up with some advanced metrics or base if you want to look at yards or pass rating, whatever you want to look at. You want to get into like the uh, expected points added, some of the advanced stats. I mean, EPA, this dude is top five in the league since entering it in 2018 behind Drew Brees, Pat Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, and Russell Wilson. By the way, Kirk Cousins ranks 17th on that same list. Uh So not a train wreck, but Watson's more mobile. Watson takes more chances down the field. Watson had a three-touchdown lead on Pat Mahomes and the Chiefs in a playoff game before the Texans' defense melted down. So he's a better quarterback than Kirk Cousins. I understand the appeal from his standpoint, too. He's looking around saying, wait a second, all right. Uh, I see what Matthew Stafford's been doing with Cooper Cup and that Sean McVay-style offense. And what Joe Burrow is is doing with a guy like Jamar Chase, boy, it'd be nice to have some sort of Sean McVay, uh, you know, coaching influence on the offense. I think Justin Jefferson is a powerful drug for quarterbacks. How could you not want to play with that guy? So I see the appeal from Deshaun Watson's standpoint. I don't know that the Vikings ownership would sign off on this. I don't know that they should sign off on this. Right. The other aspect here too is his contract. So we spent how you know how often have we sat here, you know, pretty much daily for the last two or three years and talked about Kirk Cousins' contract being an albatross. Yes. Well, Deshaun Watson's contract has forty million dollar cap hits in two thousand twenty two and two thousand twenty three. He's a free agent actually after two thousand twenty four. And I think what I would say about that is. I would rather pay him a $40 million cap hit than pay Kirk. I think you have a better chance of winning with him because I think Deshaun Watson does more to elevate a team, keep plays alive when the game gets tough and improvisational and right. the other the other team knows you have to throw. I think he can make something happen more than Kirk can. I think the stats would bear that out too. The eye test would bear that out. It's really hard to win with any quarterback making $40 million. And so you'd have to find some sort of way to probably – extend that contract even further he's younger so you can get away with like a longer term extension and shuffle some money around when it makes sense so um that's a thing but it's really interesting man and i think you bring up a good point about like this stuff is being floated in part because the vikings might be open for business behind the scenes and those are discussions that are happening as we sit here and do this episode and the key thing to this report is that this brings to light the fact that those discussions or that thought that train of thought is occurring within the league not outside now so like this is coming from people that work in in the league this is coming from people who are going to be at the combine where there will be talks there are lots of talks there uh so just to, to be clear too so to go back a year before these suits came out uh, I believe we both, and I know that I was when when at that point Deshaun Watson said, "I want out of Houston." I was like, "Okay, find a way, <laughs> find a way, Vikings. This would be great." Yeah. Um, I've changed my tune on this uh, in part because of all the things that you just said about the civil suits, about the fact that it's multiple. I mean, 20 plus people. That's a lot. Like 20 plus people probably all ain't lion uh but the other thing is this from a football football standpoint it's all about timing a year ago i said hold on a second here so you're telling me you could add deshaun watson to the 2000 
21 at that time. Catchphrase, no excuses, Vikings. Replace Kirk and bring in a guy on a team that I expected to be good. I was like, I'm in. I firmly believe that right now is the time to take a step back and just say, it's time to find your quarterback. And I don't mean an expensive one where it's like, oh my God, the rest of the cap is, is screwed. Kirk, Kirk can do, do that himself just fine. I'm saying, in my opinion, where I have shifted my view from from a year ago at this same time when the uh, when the Watson wants out of Houston reports originally surfaced is I am very intent on wanting the Vikings to find a quarterback. And I am willing to put faith, Phil, in the new administration that they can do, do that. I had to his last day, I had lost faith that Rick could do that or that Mike cared about it. Yeah. Uh, with O'Connell and Quazy. I think that a large part, hopefully, of the reason they got this job was to identify and find a QB who's very, very good and, again, for five years is under your control. And, and so that's where I've – that's where, from a football standpoint, I've definitely shifted from, okay, final piece, Deshaun Watson, let's go to, no, it's high time that you build a roster and that you have success building it around a quarterback – but that that QB does not have a cap hit that's so massive that in a lot of ways it cripples the rest of your team. Now I am I'm, I'm on the fly here. I'm just trying to dive deeper into his contract. So there is, you know, the next three years there's five and a half million dollars each year in signing bonus. That, that that's the Texans. That's that's then that's part of the cap hit. But that's the Texans would have to eat that part of the cap hit. And then there's a seventeen million dollar roster bonus in 2023. So there's there's definitely some things that can be shuffled with this contract, much like almost any contract. You, you can always extend and like, and the younger a quarterback is, the more you can extend years. And like like Pat Mahomes signed a ten year contract, so they can kind of, if they're ready to win now, they can shuffle money into the future, and they can, you know, that you know his cap it was like seven million last year, Pat Mahomes, after he signed that contract because they immediately restructured it right. to give themselves a shot at a top right guard in free agency, et cetera, right? So. Yep. I have I have three more questions for you as it pertains to Deshaun Watson and the Minnesota Vikings, but let's take a breather real quick here. And I'm, you know, the, the, I think the thing is as exciting as this time of year is the thing that keeps me chill. Our chill boys underwear. Oh, no question. Chill boys long underwear these cold months as well. Um, what's one word to describe how chill boys are making you feel today, Judd? Liberated. Mm. Liberated. That's how. Never as comfortable as I am right now. Thanks to Chill Boys. I, I feel silky smooth, man. I think one of the things I love the most about Chill Boys, in addition to just how comfortable and soft they are, is when you put your pants on, you don't get bunching or anything like that. Oh. You just you just slide your pants on. At with least the with, the, uh, with, the, with the performance uh, boxers. You don't punch with That's long johns. That's a first for me. Find out why hundreds of Purple Daily and Mackie and Judd listeners and viewers have changed their lives down there with Chill Boys. Minnesota-based company. You can find them online at chillboys.com. Also, we cheers with one beer here on this show, oh, and that's Surly. The official beer of, of Purple Daily, Mackie and Judd, and you know what? More importantly than all of that reckless speculation, the official beer, it is Surly Furious IPA. Cheers in these constantly. In fact, you know what? It doesn't take a trade, Phil. It, it doesn't take a signing. All it takes 
is reckless speculation. I sniff it out. It services. Cheers to Surly Furious. To, to an off-season of reckless speculation. And then once you're doing that, do do us a favor. Show us. Show us your cans. Your cans. At Jay Zolgad on Twitter. J-Z-U-L-G-A-D. Show us your cans. I appreciate all of you who have. And I continue to look forward to in the coming months as reckless speculation surfaces constantly. You showing us your cans that you enjoy, Surly. Imagine being one of these people that mocks the reckless speculation lifestyle. You know, you, you sit there, it. you mock it, and then a report like this comes out. I mean, come on now. Well, and then you've got to, like, to if you mock it, Fowler's report, you just dismiss it then, right? You have well, to ignore it. You have, you, then you have to like, ignore it. But, right. But think about having to ignore, thinking about, thinking about being in third grade and saying, I don't do recess. Oh, okay. Like, well, we're all going outside right yeah, now. No, we're I don't. Go, do, no, no, I don't yeah, do recess. We're gonna go. We're gonna go play some uh, Foursquare outside. No, no I don't do the, recess. Well, cool, then you can then you can stay inside and we'll, well go play Foursquare. Well, that's fine, but that's what I'm gonna do. <laughs> I'm not gonna do the fun stuff. Imagine being that big a square. Mm. Mm. So I I do have a few more questions here. So let's let's start with this one. And this is a big if, and obviously it's it's the elephant in the room. But if there were no legal issues. If there were if if there weren't twenty two civil cases that Deshaun Watson is staring at here, what would you trade for him if you were the Vikings? And then okay. answer the question based on the current situation. Okay. What would okay. you trade for him if there were no civil cases? What would you trade for him knowing all the baggage that's that's sitting out there? Okay, let me be very clear here because because just starting out with my answer being from a football standpoint, so so like. If there's no if there's no baggage, he's he still didn't play um, because he tried to force his way out of Houston after 2021 and it didn't work. Uh, My answer still would have been different. I think I would have traded two first round picks and a third. I, I would have put together a package last last winter uh, that would have been to me pretty big now. Here's my problem, Phil. As much as you could smooth this contract, as much as he's still young, I'm thinking about the entire future of this team and where it's going. Like, like if the circumstances are still the exact same. So, so Mike has been fired. Rick is gone now. I just brought in a GM and coach who I think can find me a quarterback, like my own. Um, if if I could smooth out the contract and nothing changed. I would probably still offer like one first round pick, which I don't think gets the deal done. But my thinking, just given circumstances, has severely changed. Yeah. Severely. Because think, um... this is this is your chance to to both of our points. If you put 2022 in the proper context, which is not Aaron Rodgers might leave the Packers and you can win the North, which to me, okay, great. You've done that before. Yeah. Um but if you put everything into a proper context, this is your chance to hit a reset button that gets us away from the, well, Spielman can't find a quarterback. Here's Deshaun Watson. Boy, he's uh, I, I'll say if if it if it had if, if he had no legal cases sitting over his head, I would trade potentially three first round picks. And by the way, I, you, know, you would be trading Kirk Cousins for something, too. I think there's enough demand of quarterbacks and you know, a dearth of supply that you would be able to maybe get a first round pick for cousins and then flip one of your first round picks 
and some future picks for Deshaun Watson. So, you know, I, I would have no problem, again, if it were just Deshaun Watson, the player, trading yeah. multiple first-round picks and then figuring out the contract through an extension or through just sort of picking and choosing the years that I want to lower his cap hit, right? Um, right. I don't think I would trade for him with the 22 civil cases. No? I just I don't yeah, think I can. I, I, I agree completely. Well, so, he's going to be uh, almost certainly suspended. Which and that's whatever. Like, that's not the end of the world. Like, if he no, misses eight I mean, games or something, I mean, it's more of a 2023 play probably anyways. Right, but, but I mean, now is he go- going to, to take a substantial reduction? I mean, I mean, the problem is that cap uh, that you just went through, those cap um, hits are huge. They are absolutely huge. I, I just I had more of a fascination with, with this with a GM who couldn't find a QB, a coach who didn't care, and with what I thought what was a team that was potentially prepared to pop. I do not see as much as I, I like some components of this current team. Um, I do not now see this as a franchise that's that's set to pop. And if internally, Phil, if they are thinking well, if Rodgers leaves the Packers, then they're off on the wrong foot. Like, that's the wrong... The The Packers thing, to me, should have no bearing on wh- how you feel about what you're doing right now. It, it might eventually. But what, what you are attempting to do right now, that whole storyline, to me, should be... You pay attention, but if that dictates your moves or your thoughts, I think that is a very disappointing thing. Yeah, I think yeah, I agree. I think if if Aaron Rodgers leaves the Packers, then the NFC North bar to clear is the lowest bar in football. Like mm-hmm. that, you know, eight wins might get you to the division, and your bar should be 12, 13 wins on a regular bait, not regular, but like you should be winning 10, 11, 12, 13 games on a pretty consistent basis with some of the core pieces you have. Um, I I will say that Deshaun does fall into the category of like the six or seven quarterbacks I would be willing to pay that kind of money to. Because I think a lot of yeah. the, the pushback I get when I talk about the Kirk Cousins contract is, well, are you just saying that no quarterback should ever make top money? I'm saying it's really hard, even for the Chiefs now going forward and the Bills going forward. Yes. Once you pay a quarterback that much money, even if it's a Hall of Fame caliber quarterback, it just been the Packers. It becomes harder to win at a top level. The Packers have actually done a pretty amazing job of it, winning 13 games with Rodgers making that much money. They've nailed some draft picks. You know, They did pretty well in free agency a couple of years ago. But Watson, again, if it's just about football, he falls into the category of six or seven guys that I would I would pay and I would just try to figure it out. Cousins does not. Because Cousins does not elevate teams enough with yeah. like he needs he needs the extra money in cap space to beef the roster right, up. To, to bring guys in. And that's the grand conundrum here. Yeah. And by the way, so does Watson, but less than Cousins. It's still, I just it would think- still be hard to win with a guy having a forty million dollar cap hit. I just think the most interesting thing is this means that word is circulating that the Vikings are open for business. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's the, that's that's my takeaway. That's my takeaway is, is is that it is circulating right now in Egan. There is an open for business sign on that door. And mm-hmm. I can't stop it. You can't stop it. The Crusaders can't stop it. Open for business. Damn. By the way, uh, St. Thomas basketball and hockey open for business. 
$5 tickets available at TommySports.com if you want to watch. For hockey? Um, yeah. Uh, there's a women's hockey game coming up tomorrow night, Thursday night, as the St. Thomas women battle the women Gophers hockey team. Ooh. And so you can uh, you can watch the Tommies battle one of the nation's best teams. TommySports.com, $5 tickets at TommySports.com. All right. Awesome. That's a wrap. Reckless speculation. On this uh, sort of Bye, emergency... Dex. Feel better, Declan. Episode. Declan just hugging a toilet right uh, now. That's not fun. Hopefully Poor he'll guy. be okay. I mean, really, I mean, I feel bad for him, but you guys should feel bad for me because now I got to edit a bunch of podcasts. Today. I do feel okay. bad for right. you. No, I got to do. And what do I bring to the table? <laughs> just hot takes. <laughs> All right, that's uh, Purple Daily, Daily Vikings Entertainment.